Hey everyone, welcome back to WAG Station. I am your host, Tali Oliveira. So glad to have you guys back. Today is the lovely guest, Mr. Patrick Lima. Um, Patrick and I have known each other for kind of a few years now, and we get into it in, in the episode, but he's been in the industry for many years, and he just officially signed on with Polkadog Bakery this past year. And he's so excited to be there. We talk a lot about that, but also his progression of how he kind of got to this point and how he's done so many things within the pet world. And we, I think one of the main focuses in this episode is how special the pet world is and how it really sucks you in in like the best way possible. <laughs> um, you just fall in love with it when you start working in this industry, whether it be the retail side, um, whether it be the manufacturing side. But if you're in the pet industry, you know, working with the pets, doing right by the pets, it is just such an awesome career path. And Patrick and I get along really well. Again, we talk about it in the episode, but his wife's also in the industry, so they met in the industry, so it's just really special, and I love both of them. They're always great to chat with, always great to um, have them in the store. They are also local to Rhode Island, so they're not far away from us, and I think this will be a really nice episode just to help people appreciate all the stuff we do behind the scenes, whether it be retail, again, whether it be manufacturing, um, there's so many different facets to this industry that are all wonderful, you know, work environments. So thank you, Patrick. And I know you guys are going to really enjoy this. Be sure to rate and review afterwards. It really is helpful. I do appreciate it. These are our first few episodes. So I appreciate all the support and love. Be sure you share the podcast, tell your friends, tell your family. And thank you guys so much again. Happy listening. Station. Thanks again for listening. We're uh, happy to be here today. And we have a very special guest. We have Patrick Lima, um, who's actually current with Polka Dog, but he's going to give us his history. So, Patrick, hello. Thank hello. you for being here. So, tell us about yourself, because obviously you're a pet professional in the industry. So, tell us how you kind of got into the industry, um, how it started, kind of the progression, and what you do now. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Um, yes, it's it's been quite a journey. Um, my journey started in 2005, um, and shout out to Pet Food Experts. Uh, yes. I'm a hometown guy. Um, I was looking for a job in, uh, in college, uh, so part-time job and driving through my, my hometown and uh, saw a big sign, um, now hiring uh, Pet Food Experts. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. Pets and dogs, cats, yeah. awesome. You know, the normal. I had no intent of uh, spending my next 17 some odd years in the pet industry, yeah. uh, but I, I went down there and uh, they happily hired me and um, I started picking pallets um, actually in, in their warehouse. And uh, where I am now with, uh, you know, having a, a regional and, and cross country role with um, what I feel is one of the best dog treats and cat treats on the market. Yes. Um, and I love my job. Uh, all those experiences from picking pallets everything in between until now, um, I think they were all critical. Um, yeah, you learn from the ground up. 
Yeah. Absolutely. To see it all. Absolutely. Appreciate and, all of it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I've spent some time, uh, a lot of time in, you know, your store and in, in independent pet stores yes. and all that stuff, um, from picking pallets to working in the warehouses to inside sales, outside sales, territory sales. And, and, and now where I am, it is, it's all a piece of that puzzle, right? Um, yeah. When I'm, when I'm in a retail shop and they just don't talk to me about my brand, they talk about their life. They, yeah. they, they, they yes. talk about uh, every part of that cycle uh, from distribution, from ordering to evaluating, to getting stuff on their shelves and selling it. Yeah. Those are the conversations you have. And yeah. That. So, um, yeah. So the last, it'll be 18 years uh, coming up in the fall. Wow. And, uh, You're aging yourself. No, it's okay. I know. People no, are doing I the am. math. They're doing I the am. math right now. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the gray in the beard. It's, <laughs> it's coming. But, uh, but yeah, I, I would have never, um, never expected that from, from that launching point. Of, yes. a, of a part-time job. It's just, it, it became contagious. Um, the, yes, it the is. Yeah. So people who don't realize or are people that aren't from the pet professionals um, listening to this. So PFX or pet food experts is um, really a national distributor now. Yeah, sure. So they probably, they have most of the markets. So they distribute all kinds of great natural pet products, uh, heavy in food and treats. So a lot of people, because we're based in Rhode Island, a lot of people do work for them because they're what, Lincoln, right? Is there? Uh, Cumberland. Cumberland. I always yeah. get it wrong. So Cumberland, which is we're in Newport, so it's uh, not necessarily far away. But yeah, so a lot of people, you know, start working there from Rhode Island. They do employ a lot of people. So yeah, uh, a lot of uh, um, growing up in the industry, yes, dating myself, but uh, a lot of the people that I, I worked with um, from back in the day there have have moved on to um, larger roles with the company. Yes, um, you know, my my progression when when I left there was I was the regional manager of the uh, the Northeast in New York, which was great and that got me into the next part of my life of, of owning my own um, independent repping business for a few years. And now, like I said, the, the full-time position with Polka yes. and a lot of other people growing up in the industry took those same kind of paths. Definitely. Um, you see that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I have a, um, I have a, a long-term friend uh, worked with me at, at pet food experts for many years. Uh, she lives two miles down the road from me, still in the same town. Yeah. Um, still in the same home and she's a, she's a rep for another, uh, uh independent yeah, pet brand. So definitely. it's, uh, um, my wife. Yes. <laughs> so yes. If you want, yes. If you want to, uh, get, get to that. Um, yeah, um, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tara. Um, Absolutely. but yeah, so it's funny because that happens a lot. You hear that all the time in this industry, people that work in it. Um, there's obviously different realms and there's retail grooming distribution, um, but it, it definitely like sucks you in. And I definitely want to talk about Tara. I definitely want to talk about what you do now, Polka Dog, and like yeah. kind of the progression there, how you got led to there. But I also think it's important maybe to talk about how we met and how we first sort of started corresponding and working together, oh, which yeah. is kind of funny. So I'll, I'll start off, but then please, you jump yeah, in. Please go. So we have the store, obviously. So our store, Wag Nation in Newport, and we've had it now. We owned it. We bought it from previous owners. We've had it now almost five years. So we were still itty bitty because now we're a little over 4,000 square feet with retail and grooming when we were just small itty bitty, about 600 square feet when we had just bought the business before we had really grown it. Um, I was using pet food experts because pretty much, especially if you're in New England, you're using them. If you have a pet store, more than like two things, you're using them for your food, your treats. Um, yeah, they're great. So I had actually hadn't met Patrick when he worked at Pet Food Experts. We had never really crossed paths. Um, I think you were maybe were just leaving when I sort of bought the business and stuff. So I got an email one day from, from a Patrick and he's like, Hey, like I used to work at 
PFX and like I've gone out on my own. I, I rep for some brands. I'd love to come by. I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? I never met him at <laughs> food experts. Like, so funny. I'm like, who is this gentleman? And I was like, you know what? I never say no is if they're, you know, respectful and email me and want to meet with me. Unless it's like a brand I literally don't stand by. I'm like, yeah, sure. I leave the door open. I'm like, come on, you know, come, come to the store. You know, I love the chat. So it comes by with a, uh, you know, brand, I think at the time it was, uh, some shampoo it brands. Shampoo. Yeah. yeah so yeah, my first brand. Yeah. And we chatted and we chatted for a while and I was like, okay, he's cool. Like he knows his stuff. Cause there's all different kinds of personalities when you talk to reps and yeah. it's not the right fit for everybody. So you never know what you're going to do when you yeah. talk to someone. But what's really important to me is, you know, strong relationships with the brands I like in the reps, um, them checking in on me. I check in with them with stuff and having really good correspondence. So, um, right off the bat we hit it off and we started selling pretty much all the stuff you had uh yeah. you know you were wrapping at that point it was just that one little brand yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely uh you you hit wow great memory you you hit it right on the nose uh you know and and, and i came in I, di I didn't know you know what to expect and it was you know the the pandemic was uh, almost at the height of it or, or at the beginning of I it. I think, was it? it was, yeah. yeah I mean, it was we right might have met right before, but yeah, it was just trying to yes. figure everything out. And, um, you know, I, I came and made a, made a shop visit and, and just like you said, yeah, I feel that we hit it off. And, and, and for me starting my own business and having one brand at the time, yes. uh, during the start of a pandemic, yeah, was nerve wracking, very nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, but also for me, it's, it's relationship building. So you, yes. you kind of hit that as well. And, um, you, you got to go out and, and that goes back to my distribution days too, is, um, you know, when people are coming to you to order, you know, organically, they're, they're already ordering. Um, yeah. so distribution sales, I believe you, you got to build that relationship every day to yeah. work on that. So, that, you know, I took that into my own, into my own business that I don't have to go into every store and make a sale every day, yeah. you know, uh, because to me building the relationship and, and just letting people be comfortable with me and the way how I operate that that's my ultimate goal yeah because people will it's important see how I'm genuine and then and then the products I was evaluating at the time how I'm not going to take something that I don't believe in into my portfolio so all that yeah. stuff was there and then uh, I, I think you kind of felt that and, and and you took a shot on on the shampoos and and then they started selling and, yeah I said and, sure why not yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, I think the second time I came back, I actually, which is going back to what our first conversation, I ran into a, a rep that used to work for Fat Food Experts. Yes. And he was in your store and, and we were talking about that and now he was a manufacturer. Yeah. Rep, so. It's always like a powwow when yeah, the yeah. reps come through, especially now that we're bigger, you know, they all really kind of know each other too, yeah. which is nice. Can you talk about too, like, so you were at Pet Food Experts, obviously you learned a lot. You started kind of at the, you know, bottom line there and you, you grew quite a bit. Yeah. What made you want to like leave there? and like jump into your own like business when you started like repping and doing going on your own? Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, from the transition from, from warehouse into, into the sales, uh, force for pet food experts. Um, I was, I was doing sales, um, inside and in key accounts and then kind of migrated out to territory manager. So I, I was, I was doing, uh, my own territory of, uh, you know, the Boston area, Eastern mass, Cape Cod, Rhode Island, um, and that was that was great because I was I was out in stores. I was I was actively selling, you know, building um, brands. Uh, Pet Food Experts is always great and on the forefront of bringing in new new products and, and younger uh, brands. Um, 
and um, really kind of incubating those into yeah. what you see today and, and, and continuing growing. Um, so I transitioned to a role uh, the last five years that I was at Pet Food Experts. I was the regional manager, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I had an amazing team. Um, you know, that um, nine people all, all across New England and New York. And it was, you know, it sounds cliche because I was a regional manager, but I was doing more managing. I was doing yeah. more managing of people um, and the and the managing of, um, you know, personalities of, of retailers. Sure. Rather than uh, being in the stores um, as much as uh, maybe I wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, and like and, with the, the products and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, that kind of stuff. And just being really passionate about, um, you know, growing brands. It was it was more of a, um, you know, a wider scale and, and more political with uh, dealing with the vendors and that kind of stuff. So um, I just came to the realization that there, there was a part of me that, A, wanted to do something, you know, entrepreneurial. Um, yes. At some point in my life. Um, and B, getting back to kind of like the ground level, uh, level of grassroots and, and growing, um, brands. So, uh, that's when I made the decision and I, um, talked to the owner of Pet Food Experts and, and he was fully understanding and supporting yeah. of, of, of me parting and, and going to do something. I just was a life goal. Yeah. So that was, and that was Brands Unleashed. But you did it in the right way. Cause I think it, that is also common in this industry. I would say that you work for distribution or you work as a rep for a particular brand. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I want to get out there and, you know, I want to rep for other brands. There's other brands you kind of fall in love with and you want to go out on your own. So that is common. But I think you definitely did in the right way because I think obviously there's a right way and a wrong way to do, you know, most things. And you could have like just left and be like, whatever, I'm going to just go off and do stuff. And then you pop up and you're repping for brands and they don't really know it. And then it's like it can be tough because, again, everyone, everything's like intertwined in this industry. It is. So you just, you know, you want to be mindful and you want to be respectful of what they're doing and obviously your new venture. So, yeah, what would, when you decide you want to do it, you talk to them and like, obviously you said they were pretty receptive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think the, the early on culture over there as well was, you know, they recognized what it takes to, to build new brands and, and evaluating new brands and, and being ahead of the times and seeing what's new in the trends. Right. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I wanted to put my, my fingerprints all over that and make my mark in that realm as well. Um, and really go out and, and, and evaluate brands on my own. Yes. Um, you know, I, I wanted uh, that to be a, a piece of, of what I was doing. So, I, I think that they, uh, especially, you know, the owner, Michael, um, you know, he respected that. And he said, hey, if, if you got it in, you go do it. Yeah. And, um, so that's that's what I went to do. And, and you need to be respectful and mindful of uh, some people even ask me, well, are you um, are you turning into, you know, competition? <laughs> you know, yeah. but, And I said, I said, no, uh, you, there, there's so much space. Uh, yes, in, in, definitely. In, in the pet industry and pet space and. Um, if someone is doing something a, a little better, maybe that opens people's eyes and, the, mm-hmm. and they're hold to a different standard, you know, and I, yeah. I think that's what keeps coming down um, the road uh, for even products that, that we already have and that are doing doing well. Yes. They can be tweaked. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's always room for improvement. Things are changing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it was actually great uh, because I in the in the stint of. Um, me having my business and I, and I had it for three years, um, the consulting component of it and, and even the active sales, uh, I was able to find a brand, um, sell it, be selling it directly, um, help them like tweaking with the packaging yeah. and, and go to business strategy and pet food experts even, even took one of, one of yeah, my brands in. Definitely. So really, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of full circle from, you know, where I started in yeah. 2005 to, to see a brand that, you know, I kind of, 
you know, helped move along. Yeah, from, from you where saw they were, potential. Yeah, to get on the shelves of pet food experts and distributed. Yeah. across the country, right? That that was really cool. Definitely. So that's probably that's a big achievement. Um, yes. For for myself and Kudos. what my portfolio was, yeah. So when you were doing your own thing and you had started the company, I know you talked about wanting to be amongst the brands and be in the stores. How did you go about like picking brands? Obviously, I know you have high standards and that's important to you too. I think that's why we get along uh, sure. so well too. Like we both, you know, quality matters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, how did you go about like picking your first few brands and approaching them about that? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, a ton of things go into that. You know, I had a, uh, you know, a, a checklist for myself of, of you know, things um, hey, I want to I want to be in this space. Right? Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't want to be in the kibble space. Um, you know, if I was going to do uh, a food and represent a food, I wanted to be a more alternative space. Um, treats that had to be uh, of the of the highest value and, and the minimal ingredients. Um, it, so all those things were factors. And, and then of course, there had to be a availability for a brand wanting to work with me. True. Um, and there was a number of brands that did but they didn't meet my criteria. Uh, and yeah. it, was, it was funny because, you know, during the pandemic, when uh, you know, starting a business during the pandemic is, yes, is yes. something else. It's, it's surreal to think now where, where I'm sitting, where I am. And, yeah. Uh, it's wild. The experience that I had <laughs> in those three years. Sure. But, but pivotal. It, yeah. yeah. It, it, of course. Yeah. Pivotal. It was, it was successful. Uh, but you know, there were brands that came to me and said, well, you know, if you're looking for brands, you, you must really want, you know, brands because it must be tough right now. So you can, you can represent our brand. And, you know, I had to kind of yeah, respectfully like, decline in yeah, the right like, way. No, thank because, you. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't hit my criteria. Yeah. And, and, and there was, uh, um, you know, I, I this stuck with me. One of my friends that's not in the industry just doesn't really understand really what I do. But they were like, oh, um, you, you're you're going to interview for, for a brand, right? Because I was telling them about going to be going to talk to a brand. Yeah, and, the portfolio. Process, and I was like, yeah. oh, no, they're, they're not interviewing me. I'm interviewing them. Yeah. You know, so it was it was to be able to be in that type of position is, is also rewarding because yeah. you know, that I didn't, you know, maybe drop my standards from where my vision was for my company and what I wanted and what I wanted to go represent because I'd never wanted to walk in, you know, someone that trusted me like yourself yeah. and show them a product that it was just below par and not. And you can feel it when the reps are like, yeah, absolutely. I have this. Yep. Absolutely. And they kind of, wash over you're like okay well that's clearly yeah. not where i'm gonna you know spend my time just i just i just never wanted that feeling for myself or, or retailers because you know uh, the timeline that that i have been in the industry it, it's given me the chance to build those relationships for a long time um and to be brutally honest and that's all i ever want on both sides of it yeah um, and and you know the, the core values of what i do is i'm never going to lie to you i'm never going to tell you something i can't do and i'm always going to get back to you, you yeah know, th that those are really some core values and if I walk in with a product that is just that, that I don't believe in, it's just there. Yeah. What, what am I? What am I? Why am I doing this? Yes. You got to ask yourself the why. Yeah, like why did you even yeah. start and jump Ex off on your exactly. own too? Because you could have. Yeah. You know, just. I, I didn't do it yeah. to have a portfolio of 10, 15 brands and sell someone I could or couldn't. Uh, you know, I wanted to have a nice lean, um, targeted portfolio of you know five, six brands yeah. that I could really go into store and there could be a menu of options for, Hey, here's, here's a couple of treats. Here's a, here's a freeze dried food. Um, here's a supplement, you know, those kind of things. So yeah. And, and I did it and it was fun. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Now I think in this industry, obviously like networking is important. We talked about that a little bit and how you started in like the distribution side and you did sales and now you still, I mean, you call yourself now you're sales and rep i mean you're all yeah. you're sort of all of the above at this point yeah jack of all trades yeah yeah, yeah absolutely 
and we just came back. Uh, I know they were there too, Patrick with Polkadog. Um, they were at Global, which is a big uh, trade show in the industry. Um, it happens in March, so we just came back from that. We went as retailers. They were vendors. So that's also big too. I know you've gone to many of those over the years. Uh, Super Zoo's coming up, which is another big one um, that happens in around August time. And you guys will be there as well this year. Absolutely. So I always think it's really important to talk about like, networking like the trade shows because people often ask us because i always post videos of us like going there and i feel like you learn a lot there too and you've been there on different sides because you've gone a few times now you've gone as just like maybe not like a retailer but you've walked the the show for you know looking for brands but also you've been a vendor so for people that maybe like pet professionals who haven't gone yet i think it's important to to go and check it out like what what are some like takeaways when you go to the trade shows or like what you're like As a vendor, because you have like both sides. I only have yeah, the retailers. Like, walking, now, okay, yeah. Uh, so I only have the walking the show side looking for product, really. Yeah, it's um, it's eye opening. Uh, you know, all it, and it doesn't matter. Um, over the past, let me think. I mean, maybe fourteen years that that I was started going to national shows. Um, as a distributor, yeah, you, know, you you go there with the focus to um catch up with um you know your vendor partners you, yes. know, you have meetings about what's launching and then what we want to do for the rest of the year and you may be able to see um parts of their organization that you you know see on a normal basis mm-hmm. um you know maybe the vps there or et cetera et cetera so you, you get you get that um facetime and then you get brand evaluation right you, yeah. you also have some meetings with you know potential people that you know they want you to distribute them and and what that entails so yeah. there's brand evaluation that goes into that as well um, and then walking around and really just kind of stepping back and seeing what booths are busy and, and who's going into what booths and, and, and the traction there. Right. So there's that part of it. Um, and then the part of it when, you know, I had brands unleashed my own company of really being, being able to just be kind of rogue. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. And go out true. You're a lot of freedom. Yeah. Again, you're, you're walking in, you're, you're having engaging conversations. You're able to do your own evaluations of um, what's new and, and would I would I carry this? And I and I think that's the best parallel as as I could have for a retailer. Yeah. Too, as in, would I carry this? Yes. You know, would I carry this in my portfolio and equaling your store? And, yes. Yes. And uh, you know, does it meet my criteria of uh, of quality, um, price point, the people, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's a big piece where yeah, I, I don't think we've even touched on enough, but people, right? People and the perception of of their brands and how they want to go to market with it. And, uh, there's so many things that go into, yeah. To, like to what are their product. goals too? Yeah. Yeah. You know, where, where do they want to be? And, and we haven't even got to, you know, one of the biggest topics in our industry for independent pet is channel strategy yeah. and things like that. So there's a lot of that stuff that goes into it. Um, so that's the evaluation process too. When I was doing, um, my own business brands unleashed. And then now, you know, fast forward to present day, it's, um, I, I bleed and, and, and wear polka dog, you know, yes, you know yes, my yes. chest and yeah. uh, I'm so proud to do that. I, you know, awesome. I'll stand in yeah. the booth. I don't have to go and walk the whole show uh, like I used to in yeah. all my previous years, whether it was with pet food experts or, or myself, mm-hmm. um, I get to stand there and, and really just be so proud of, of what we have accomplished and, and what we're building now. And you can feel that energy, um, you know, when people come in the booth and they well, they want to hear about your new products. Yes. Or if they're engaging you as, oh my gosh, your, your packaging is beautiful. I don't carry your stuff in our store in, in in Texas or Montana or wherever it may be. Yeah. And they, and they walk into a national show booth and it's someone that I haven't had the chance to meet. Maybe they're not on the East Coast. And 
I get to represent the brand. Yes. And I give yeah. the first impression. Absolutely. The brand, so really important. First impressions at those shows it really is. are so important. And I know I have, I have high standards for customer service. I'll yeah, admit yeah. it, which I don't think is any, there's you nothing wrong though. with that. Nope. So when I walk Absolutely. into booths and I, whether it be a small booth or like a giant booth, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I'm looking for, it doesn't matter if it's food treats, there's all different kinds of things that they show a lot of food treats. There's a natural section, which we always love, but there's products, collars, leash. There's all different kinds of things. But when I walk into a booth, and there's people standing around and you get like this like lukewarm vibe and people are just like kind of, you know, they're standing around. You maybe you don't get greeted and you're like, wait, who do I talk they're on, to? They're phones, yeah, they're, they're just not. It's really important at those shows because, again, as a retailer, I only have really that perspective for this show. I have gone to other shows back in my marketing days and I've been like, you know, the vendors at the booths. But you know, if you're not greeted within the first few minutes, it's like, well, then, you know, then my vibe already is already dropped. And then I'm like, well, I'm looking at stuff. I like this stuff. But then like no one's, you know, yeah. coming over to tell me what's going on or like I have questions and they don't have them. They can't answer. So it is really important. And I think even the great brands, the people part that we were kind of talking about and making connections and being able to be passionate about the brand, talk about it talk about the ingredients if it's a food or talk about maybe the materials if it's a product i mean i've said no to some brands that i really like because i can't yeah i'm not going to name anyone but i can't work with that staff or i've said no to certain distributors because or i've cut the cord because i can't work like that like i i we all have different things and days but like i can't i need to like feel it feel it i need to have a you know good relationship um kind it of has like to matter about. yeah right it, yeah if if you uh you know and me putting my my retailer cap on right if if it doesn't matter to you to speak to me about it and be passionate about it yes why why should it matter to me to to carry it in my store and take my shelf space and for me to have my energy into that product on a day-to-day basis right? yeah and, and, absolutely and that is so important i mean uh, especially those shows and you know the, the shows can be a lot of fun and and, and obviously yeah. we're talking about the technical things about it's fun you know yeah. the, the reason why we're all there is yes. to you know show it and, and build our businesses both on you know the vendor side and, and the retail side you know but the the other part of it there there has to be you know that passion is contagious right Um, yeah and definitely especially this nerdy but it's like if you care about what you do and you show that to other people that it'll it'll be contagious yeah and um i think that's that's an important component and we all know if we're in the industry you know shows can get tiring when you're on day three and and, oh yes they are usually three days long and you have seminars you're so you're learning and you're walking a lot of walking yeah and 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 i get that uh but it it doesn't take a lot of energy to say hello when someone comes in a booth and if you have any questions please let me know i'd love to tell you about the brand right so um and and i i was talking to actually a bunch of uh um colleagues that do the same kind of stuff as are and if there's you know events and things like that you know if you have an event and there's there's 20 vendors there and they all have their tables set up right and yeah everyone's doing their same thing they, they have their vendor at their table and it's all decorated and you know you have samples and yeah. have a chance to engage with with um the, the consumer market right and you can tell the people that you know really enjoy what they do mm. because they're engaging mm-hmm. people and, and now now this is the, the different level right now we're talking about end user right there, there there's two end users as a pet parent and ultimately the pet yes and um this is even more critical than just that that retailer conversation uh because you can change someone's mind or or have them be a potential new customer or whatever it may be and the one the the vendors that care are, are up and they're standing up and they're engaging and they're talking to people and the other ones are, are sitting down in chairs and the samples are just there and they're on their phone so it's it's the same kind of concept uh but if you're not engaging and you're not representing your brand, um, 
that's a tough thing to see too. Like as, yeah. as another vendor, you're like, well, and then you wonder why, right? Like yeah. you say that kind of stuff if vendors are complaining that, oh, well, we're not doing that well in the market. Well, it's, it's, you yeah, know, you got to put your best self forward. So, yeah. But, but shows are fun. I, I love shows. Shows are <laughs> I fun. No, I mean, it, it is a lot of work. People are like, oh, that's so cool. And you're going to Florida for three days because the globals in Florida. But one, you're inside the whole time, people. So it's yeah. not like we're out yeah. in fun in the sun. The air um, conditioning's great. That, uh, I just, just said oh, that, yeah. Right? See, that's, you know that's, me. That's, I hate that. It's too cold yeah. for me. But, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of work and, but it is a good time. Um, people in this industry are, I find the more, I've been in, you know, different industries and I just feel like they, they're, cause you're talking about pets. It's like such an equal ground and people, yeah. you know, they love their pets. So there is, I just find a bit of more passion in this industry and a little more, sure. I don't know, pep it's, or it's something. It's an emotional industry. Um, yeah. That too. Yeah. Especially the segment too. we play in, right? The, the yeah. independent pet. Um, yes. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of people, um, you know, that, that own independent pet stores and, you know, whether you own one or your own 12, I mean, there's, there, there's people that, you know, they're working in their store every day in yeah. some kind of capacity and, and they may be, you know, their own accountant, they may be their own merchandiser, their own, you know, order, you know, yeah, all that definitely. stuff. So it, it definitely, it, it rocks you to the core. It's, it's, it's yeah. what you believe in. And, uh, um, so it, I think that's why, you know, this part of, this part of the industry and the industry in general is emotional, right? Because, you know, look at the percentages of people that own animals, cats, dogs. Yeah. Especially after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, when, when they're, they're children, you know, for yes. the lack of a better term. Yeah. Plants are the new pets and yeah. they say, Absolutely. Pets are the new children. Yeah. I don't know if the children are the new something. <laughs> yeah, well, they get pushed to the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dogs are At this better point. Than, uh, than we are. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that that's what it is. So it, it does, it makes a lot of these, you know, I, I guess this is going to be a, a, a very um, serious term, but it, it makes the conversations you have a little more critical. Yeah. Uh, in the, in, yeah. In the pet side, when you're, when you're talking about your brand and you're talking about ingredients. Yeah. It's and, a live um, thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, and there's that, there's that other side of the industry and I'm not, I'm not going to take away from, uh, you know, the, the, the big box stores, et cetera, et cetera. You know, th those are human beings working in that store too. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, again, when we're talking about yes. the mom and pa um, shop that, you know, they're, they're there every day and it, it matters every conversation, you know, that's, yeah. that's important too. And I feel you kind of focused on, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you did Brands Unleashed, you focused on like independence and that was important to you. Now, why was it, I mean, I knew you kind of, kind of just sort of spoke to it, but why was it yeah. important to you to kind of go around of independence and stuff and make relationships? Yeah. 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 And that, and that was, uh, you know, going back to, you know, what I said about my own checklist, right. When evaluating a brand, that was one of the big things was always channel strategy. Um, I wanted to know, Hey, are you in Petco PetSmart? Are, are you going that way? Yeah. And, or, you know, where are you sold online and what, what your, your pricing is online, things like that. Because for me, um, I, I, I think it just comes back to growing up in a small town, um, working for a, um, independently owned business at the yeah. time in pet food experts, yes. um, the way they grew and there were, there was larger distributors across the country. And, um, when I first started working for them, they only covered new England. Um, I started, wow. work, I started, yeah. yeah, I started working for them. And they're pretty much across the country at this point, yeah. except for like a few states, yeah. but yeah. So it's, it's crazy. So that, that was, that was kind of my mentality of like, oh, wow. And, and, and that was very grassroots, you know, I'm working in a warehouse, but then I start understanding Oh well, there's bigger distributors out there, and, and we're the local guy, um, and we're doing the New England states. And, and I, I remember when it was so huge when we first started shipping to New York. Right? Yes, like, yes, like yes. They were, Whoa! It, it was crazy. Like, oh my god, now we're in New York. Ooh, yeah, that, that's that's such a huge thing. It's a big and, deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's just how I started and, and how big um, 
of an impact it had on me to grow through the industry that way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of all I ever knew. And, and again, there's nothing terribly wrong with, with the other side of, because that's also a big part of the overall industry, but that's what I specialized in. So when I, when I started Brands Unleashed, that was one of the things was, you know, one of my criteria is going to be, I want to find brands that gives the independent pets, uh, um, um, owners a chance to have this product first. Yes. Right. Yeah. Have it first. Uh, if the eventuality six, seven years down the road is it, it goes into some other channels or some things like that. You know, I, I always try to be honest with, um, uh, an indie pet yeah. store. Owner you never that, know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and there's cycles, there's cycles of all this, yes. but if you can get five to seven years out of a brand in your store and you're selling it and you, the, the competition isn't online or in a big box store, yeah. that's a big chunk of time. Yeah. That's uh, a win. And if those things happen and, and they go in those spaces, then you go to the next part of that conversation where the, the consulting part of, of, of what I did comes out and it's, and I used to do that pet food experts too, that, okay, well, your customer is your customer. So keep your customer. Yeah. Right. And, yes. and I think that's a big part of it too, that, um, independent pet retailers, they, they let it, um, jade their site sometimes that you got all these, there's other pieces of competition and they don't focus on what they have in their own store yes. with the own people coming. Yeah, the doors. so definitely. Uh, is. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Um, I know you, did, you never really worked in an independent, right? You just worked no. with them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So definitely from my point of view, um, cause you just brought that up. That is a really good point. Like, I think a lot of people, and I think that goes across like a lot of retail, but pet retail, because it is competitive. There are a lot of people, people see the dollar signs, they want to get into it. But like as a pet retail owner, it's, yeah, it's important to not get bogged down with what everyone else is doing. Even if you have like chains near you, you have to like build your brand, you know, keep it strong, have a good staff, focus on, um, you know, the quality of things and what is physically in your store. But yeah, you can't, I mean, if something's, I obviously, we do carry some things that are in Petco. Do we carry a lot? No, we're not, you know, everyone's going to be a little different what they want to carry and stuff, but you can't, we have a Petco, what, five miles on the street from us, something like that. Um, which is, doesn't sound like it's far, but it is far in technically Rhode Island, mm-hmm. Newport yeah, terms, yeah. which is funny. Absolutely. But yeah, you can't worry about that stuff too much. Obviously, you're going to compete with someone at some point. Um, you know, it's in a perfect world. Yeah, you wouldn't have anyone in your radius, but you can't worry too much about that. And that's why, again, I think having really strong partners. So like, obviously, I have, again, certain brands that are in the Petco's and um, big chains, but the reps I work with with those big brands are usually really good and have really good relationships with them because they know I'm like, listen, well, is this going here? You know, so you want to know what, what's up. And I want to, I'm very honest with them too. Of like, I'm not going to carry this whole line maybe because I don't, this part, you know, you strictly in Petco. So you have to make decisions too. But I, again, going back to relationships and, you know, those connections and being honest with each other too, about what, what's in the store, you know, what's, what's not going to be in the store. Yeah. It, it, it is really important. And I, and I think, Vendors and manufacturers just need to understand um, that if you treat the independent pet space um, uniquely, I, I think it, not differently but uniquely. Yeah. In the in the connection that uh, these shop owners have with with their business, the stores, the communities, the pets, um, it, it's not a bad thing to say. Okay, listen, we we are making a decision to go into let's say a pet goal, for instance, yeah. uh, but we're going to do it the right way. You know, you guys have supported us for X amount of years. 
Um, there's going to be certain programs that you guys are going to have and they're not going to. There's there's certain maybe uh, just like what you said, maybe certain parts of the line we're going to reserve for you and not and not go there. Yeah. I think there are right ways to go about um, launching because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, again, these businesses and as they mature and as they grow, uh, just that that word grow, you know, their yes. their intention is to continue to grow. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the independence pest space is large. I mean, it's, it's, it's a large chunk, but there's other chunks out there too. Right. So what, once you get to a point of, of, of growing and, and you want to continue doing so there's, there's other channels, right? So, um, that's, that's America. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're, we're, no, we're, absolutely. We're I mean, we have to be so. growing. It is, I mean, it is a booming industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, PFX has obviously expanded and yeah. expanded. Um, they're almost, they're only in what? Maybe they're not in Hawaii. They're not in like Florida yet. But there's there's not there's very few states they're not really in. I think they're not really into some of the Midwest area. Yeah, so, so they they cover the uh, uh, the Mid Atlantic and like the top U of, of yes. the country. Yes, yeah, so yes, they, they go all the way across the, the Ohio Valley up top. They yeah, go, um, across the mountainous uh, so Colorado, um, you know Chicago, and then, and then they do from um, uh, Pacific Northwest down to Cali. Yeah. So yeah, so they're uh, I mean they they cover like yeah I, I, I call it the U. They're not down in uh, in the southeast and in, in, in uh, that Texas area. But um, I think they do do some uh, special deliveries out to Hawaii yeah, as well. Yeah, sure. There so, you go. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, so they're. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you so you saw a lot of that growth, and I think this is a great time to bring up Tara because yeah, hey, yes, <laughs> because yeah. I, I, I gotta yeah. I gotta bring her up. We love her. She's not here with us today, but um, you guys met at Pet Food Experts. We did, and I love the story. I know it's kind of silly, and we're like talking <laughs> about business stuff, but yeah. I love um, I love the story between you guys. So can you yeah. tell us like yeah, how you guys met? You guys met in the pet industry. Obviously, you guys have a love for it because you guys are both in it too. So we'll talk about that after too. Yeah, I mean, I like when we first started kicking this off with. Uh, about you know where where my career started and and I guess what I owe to the industry. I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, a, a, a living, a wife. Yes, uh, yes. So it's, it, yeah, it really has been a roller coaster of just you know um, different emotions and everything else. Uh, yeah, I met um, I met Tara uh, at Pet Food Experts. Um, she was working there. We were we were in different. Um, How long ago did you guys meet? How long has it been now? God, um, she was there from day one. Okay. So okay. I, like, yeah. I knew of her. Never talked to her ever because again, I was in the warehouse. I didn't realize she was there that long too. Yeah. yeah okay. She was, in the, she was in the offices. Um, That's and funny. then Yeah. A few years went by, and I transitioned into sales. Um, I was an in, I was a young inside yeah. salesperson and just really didn't know. Yeah. Anyone upstairs, and I was just like focused on doing my job. And uh, uh, and again, I knew of her. Never talked to her. Sure. And then uh, yeah, just as the years go on, um, when I started. Um, developing more and doing more and being more involved um you know you know moving up to territory manager and uh had a little more interaction with her and uh um yeah hello hi how are you you know that kind of stuff yeah it but just um you know energy and people right and and uh just kind of hit it off um then we were at you know um some events together and then again moving just up and i was the regional manager um, we just spent started organically spending more time together because there was more meetings mm -hmm. uh, that yes, were yes, involved yes. in um, a lot of a lot of events and a lot of like planning um, activities that we had, uh, and then the national shows, you know, mm -hmm. all, all this kind of stuff. A lot of bonding, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know there was that. So there was there was a time though. Um, I was on her team and she was uh, she was manager <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was. Um, there was a competition. 
for Tropicline. Yes, this is my favorite part of the story. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. this story before, but I love this part. Yeah. So there was there was a, um, a competition for Tropicline when they were launching a new product. Yeah, so they're like a shampoo water yeah. or something. Yep, yeah, like, water additive yeah, shampoos. Yeah. And then they came out with some dental treats. And it was actually on their dental treats. Uh, and, it, and the rep at the time, who I'm still really great friends with now in the industry, and uh, he put a um, competition together across the whole country for whoever sold the most displays was going to win a cruise. You know, yes. a trip and you could pick where you wanted to go uh, you could bring a guest etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, quite the motivation quite the motivation yeah yeah, yeah. and uh so tara uh, you know she's she's extremely outgoing I, I love my wife and uh she just um she said to the team she's like all right guys you know this is across the whole country this is you know um you know the competition was not just food experts it was the other distributors yeah. it was everywhere so to ask you that sold. yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot yeah yeah so it was it was just this opportunity right and um she said to us okay guys we're i want one of you guys to win this oh yeah and if one of you win it um it'd be nice if you if, if you took me right? <laughs> and that was like her joke um so i said to myself well uh, I'm, I'm a single guy. I, I, I live alone. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go and try to try more motivation. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go and try to win this and, uh, you know, take a trip. So th that was the first thing I was on my mind. And it, it wasn't about like, Oh yeah, I'm going to take my boss. Like that, that was the last thing. Yeah. It was just kind of, kind of a funny thing that she put out there. So I, I think it was like a two month competition or three month competition, whatever it may be. And final week going into it, I was neck and neck with someone out, um, in, in Oregon. Okay. And uh, and the rep had let me know. He's like, "Hey, just want to let you know." Oh like, man. You're, you're the pressure. Up to, yeah. you're, you're in the top three, and you know, you know, tied kind of one and two. And I was like, "Okay." So kind of put the pedal to the metal, and um, yeah, I ended up winning the thing. Like I was so shocked, I was surprised. Uh, he let me know the good news and blah 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 blah. And uh, yeah, a couple of days later, I, I had I had remembered that, and uh, they got the news inside. They called on a conference call, and uh, I went into Tara's office. <laughs> and, I, and I called her bluff. This is a moment. Yeah, this, 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 this was a, just a moment. And, and it was it was actually strictly plutonic at that point. I was just more calling her bluff. I wasn't dating anything. Uh, you know, she was single as well. And I was just like, hey, I got no one to go with. I mean, if, if I take one of my buddies, I mean, that could just be bad news. Yeah. And uh, hey, if you, you know, if you like to go on this, uh, we can go we can go do this. And um, so she thought about it. And a week later, she said yes. And we went to uh, so where'd you guys go? Beautiful islands. Yeah. yeah, we were in the Bahamas, Bahamas, uh, okay. Turks and Caicos. Um, yeah, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you're in a paradise, you know, with a with a free trip. Woman. Yes, um, yes, yes, and uh, yeah, everything was great, and we were we were professional on the trip and all that good stuff. And uh, I just remember coming back into port, and uh, it was so beautiful. And I and I said to her, it was it was February. And actually, the next weekend was Valentine's Day. Ah, perfect uh, timing. Yeah, I'm a helpless romantic. Uh, so I shot my shot and said, hey, if you want to go get dinner on Valentine's Day, uh, I'd love to take you to dinner. And she said, I would Yay. like that. And, then, <laughs> and here, here we are. are. Here, here we, we are. are. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so things are things are awesome. Um, but that's also common, too. That's why I love your story. And I've yeah. always asked because a lot of people in the pet world, like they're married, like you get into yeah. it, you either meet your right. person like in the pet worlds, like spouses, yeah. um, your partner, whatever. And, or yeah, you guys like stay in it together or you get into it together. Yeah. So I love that. Cause you see a lot of that, a lot of, um, like husband and wife or like spouse owners mm -hmm. of 
brands or yeah. distributors, a lot of families too. I mean, my mom and I, I guess are a good example of that, but yeah. just specifically yeah. like romantic partners, like you see that a lot. And I always think it's so cute. Um, yeah, blessing and a curse. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> true. If you worked, yeah. Well, now you guys at least are on different ends. Yeah. So Tara works for the Bear and the Rat, which we also carry. Yes. They're great yes. um, yogurts. They also have some cake mixes now. So like celebratory, like fun, uh, good ingredients, small brands. Um, but yeah, we carry them as well. And we're going to, we're going to get Tara on one day. This is not really her jam, but maybe after listening yeah. to these and seeing how fun, how much fun we have, she'll, Absolutely. she'll get on one day or maybe she'll come with Patrick and we can have like a whole party together. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That, that'd be great. And, and we, it's, it's funny. Like we spent obviously so much time as, as friends in the industry. And then yeah, as, as our relationship grew and, you know, now we're, you know, happily married and, uh, we still live in, um, my hometown Yeah, and the, and the town that the, uh, pet food experts warehouses in yes. Rhode Island. Uh, so that's, that's great. Uh, but we have, uh, we have boundaries too, uh, with, yes. with the pet industry mm-hmm. because you can't, mm-hmm. you can't let it consume. Which is so aspect. easily could. Oh yes. Uh, My mom and I get into that. I'm like, wait, we're not supposed to be talking about this right Yeah, right, It right, does right. consume you. Yeah. So, you know, we'd like to, you'd like to unplug and, you know, not talk about it at, at, at nighttime and, yes. and, and live, you know, our other part of the life. And it's, you know, it, it's one thing to come home and, and, and talk about, you know, successes and wins and, and yeah. things that you're, you're struggling with. But if you do having two people in the industry and, and we both know so many people that true. Uh, yeah. Not between, yeah. Overlap, uh, yes. Yes. It's just like, yeah, maybe it's time just to, to, to unplug and, and yeah. leave it on the, on the side. Right. But it's, uh, but it's great. Yeah. We have a, we have a good time. I feel like that's a good call out for people, people looking for their like person, like join the pet industry. Oh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like, yeah. like I said, people are just more welcoming too. So I feel like, yeah. you know, there you go. It's yeah. a good tip for people, the single people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. But yeah, we talked about Tara. Love you, Tara. Um, yeah. And now I love to talk about what you do now, obviously. And we'll be talking to um, one of the owners of Polka Dog next, which is great. But so I know she'll talk about the history of them and stuff. We'll leave that to her. But like, sure. tell us how how you met them. Like, what was your first um, yeah. like meeting point? Yeah, awesome. Um, I couldn't be happier now. I, yeah, I really and they're Boston people. For people who don't know, they're based they in Boston, are. so yeah, close by I, us. I don't want to take too much of a yeah. shine, but um, yeah, we're uh, we're Polka Dog. Um, we make premium dog and cat treats. Uh, we have our own facility on the Boston Fish Pier. Yeah, uh, which is I love that. Such such a uh, rewarding um, honor um, yeah. to be on the Fish Pier. In Boston, um, we have retail locations of our own as well, um, independent uh, retail locations throughout Boston. Um, yeah, and that's that kind of starts my journey with them. Um, you know, when I did make the transition um, from the warehouse into sales at Pet Food Experts, I covered their accounts. Uh, so uh, when they started with one or two stores and now up to eight. Yeah, and you um, get to visit the stores, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I still I was, visit them. I'm going to get oh, there. Oh, you have to. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get out there. down and I'll, I'll get you on the on the pier too. Yes, yes, yes. Fish for the day. There you go. I don't mind. Um, so I, I used to cover them over the phones. I was their inside sales rep. Um, so I, I would talk to, um, you know, the owner, Rob, all the time and then their key purchaser. Uh, and then that progressed into my outside position where I was a territory manager and I covered their stores. So I would actively call in the stores. Sure. I, would, I would have meetings, um, um, you know, at, at some of the original locations and we would do product evaluation and, and just the business and trends. And uh, I always loved the aesthetic of, of what they were doing in their stores. Yeah. Uh, uh, if anybody ever has a chance um, to check in their stores out, they have a real 
kind of I always describe it as like a Willy Wonka candy shop, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, for dogs, and it's all glass jars. They also have great marketing and, too. Shout out to their marketing team. Yeah, yeah. I'm all they, about marketing too. That's uh, part of my job. So, so yeah, so fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, my art the, background, yeah. our images, our lifestyle photos, the the things we do around Boston and the community. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's it's a full circle brands um, from what we do. And then when I got on the the regional manager side at PFX, I, I got a chance to have a lot more. Um, higher level business conversations with them about, you know, what they should really do in their stores and how they, how should they should set some things or, or how to evaluate different products that weren't theirs to make yeah. them successful in their own model. Right. So the business itself, I always kind of had a passion to work on their business right? yes. with them and, uh, and they're great people. Uh, that, that's another part about it. Yeah. That's Deb a and Rob, yeah. They're, they're just very down to earth. They, they understand, um, uh, the industry they're in, they understand the, the products and the brand they have. Um, it's just, it's so great to work with people like that. And then we fast forward to my departure and I had told them, Hey guys, uh, you know, you're one of my you know closest relationships in the industry. Yeah. Um, if you ever have any questions about the store, please feel free to pick my brain. This is what I'm going to go do in my next chapter. Um, you know, looking at their wholesale business of, of the treat line, I told them you will always have a space in my portfolio if you ever, you know, want representation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because up to that point, they didn't have rep. No. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they didn't have any traditional rep. They, they had one person on a uh, um, in, in the sales side of the business, um, but but did, um, you know, kind of more special projects yeah. kind of stuff. So no real. No one going out there visiting yeah, the stores when I say rep. Know, yeah. Going out there physically. Um, yeah. Especially in their own backyard um, of, of New England. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, yes. So things like that. Telling the story and all, all the extra things that, that they do to be sustainable and support community yeah. and the ocean. Um, so that was always a conversation with me in general when they would ask when I was at Pet Food Express, hey, what do you think we should do next with the brand? And I would always say. You need you need someone to go talk yeah about and sell it. Right? Needs the next uh, step, yeah. Yeah, because because both hand. of them, you know, they they're so focused. Rob works um, more on the uh, on the retail side of the business, and Deb's on the on the wholesale side, and they're so immersed in what they're doing to to move the brand forward, respectively, in, yeah. in both those channels. Um, so th so they need they need a number three somewhere, like like advocating, right? Yes. Uh, so I always told them, yeah, you please, you know, if you ever want to have that conversation, and it was uh, the third year. Um, of, of my business, uh, third and final year, they came on in my portfolio. Yes. So, yeah. So I yes. had, uh, I had two other brands at the time and, and I was spending on half of my time with, uh, with polka dog. Uh, and it was great. So even on that limited capacity, we were just moving things so forward, uh, with promotional materials, um, you know, POS, uh, in the stores, uh, social media pushes, a promotional calendar, uh, just a different way to go to business to really get them um, front of mind in the retail yeah. and the consumer and uh, dream come true. Um, they, uh, they yeah. approached me about um, coming on full time yeah. uh, this year. And uh, that was a big decision for myself. Too. It was. Yeah. Cause um, I know you had started this thing, but like yeah. you, you always see the potential in things. So yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, you know, I had, I had a kind of soft moving target of a five, seven year plan with my business to, to, you know, bring products to market, you know, yeah. make them, build them, but also find a brand that I was really passionate about that I could do an expanded role with. And and that's the only way I would stop doing what I was doing to, to go full time with someone. Definitely. Um, and Polka Dog's always been that brand for me. Yeah. They've always been that, you know, I'm a New England guy. That's love true. Love everything they yeah. do in my backyard, support Main Street. Like that's, that. If, I, I can't say enough. Like yes. I gush when I talk about it because uh, 
Um, I think I'm one of the fortunate ones that that gets to a point yeah. where you work so long in an industry and you have goals and you and you feel like you're continuously moving forward yeah. in everything you do. Um, and and I truly feel like right now I'm, I'm at the pinnacle of where yeah. I want to be. And you work hard for them. You know, people like you can have yeah. goals, but if you're not like getting Absolutely. out there and learning constantly and yeah. being able to like pivot and things right. like you said. Right. right. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. So we're um, uh, yeah, we're fueling forward. Um, you know, my my role with them is uh, is a very vague, broad term of account executive, which yeah. basically means if it has to do with sales, I'm doing it. You're doing um, it, yeah. And it's, it's great. Uh, I work on special projects throughout the country. Um, of course, the uh, the dist- uh, distributor shows, um, you know, Pet Food Experts, we are partnered with them across the country. So I do those, their distributor shows and, and work with um, their inside team um, as far as uh, the purchasers and category managers. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to them. They're all great. Thank you so much. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, yeah, keep ordering. Thanks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Keep it going. Yeah. Uh, the national shows, of course, Super Zoo, Global, which which we've talked about a bit. And then um, I'm, I'm still actively visiting stores. Yeah, you know, I definitely. Come, I, I visit your it's store. Important. We talk about what, what's next. Um, you know, I'm, I'm up and down the whole um, eastern seaboard um, down to Florida now as well. Um, just getting into stores, telling the story. And uh, every time I tell the story, if something somebody can pick up just one thing about it, yeah, that, that's a success, right, for me. So, um, yeah, couldn't be happier. Yeah, no, and Polka Dog again. We're going to talk with Deb, and we'll learn all about yeah. Polka Dog too, because I know a lot about it, but I don't know a lot about her history. So I'm excited to chat with her. Yeah. But what are you most excited for, like in the you know in the near future with them, working with them? Yeah, um, I think it's um, it's a distribution expansion in, into into markets where we don't have uh, what you know what's. I guess referred to as like traditional distribution, yeah. um, everyday de- uh, deliveries to to the stores, and you know we're working on that now um, into the uh, into the southeast market, which which is great. Um, you know there there's other markets that we're not in. Yeah, it's know. a big deal. Yeah, it's a big yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. You know down in uh, down in that Texas uh, market too, which mm-hmm. is you know that, that that bottom piece of the company. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Any what I'm most excited for is anywhere I can I can provide value. Um, I think that there is so much untapped potential, even with some of the partners that that we're currently with um, yeah you know as far as our portfolio you know we have single ingredient treats we have crunchy treats we have soft and chewy and there may be people only carrying three or four skews right true yeah so to and that's kind of where you came in too yeah yeah, yeah. and and kind of just getting that that message out there of, yeah. of we are well-rounded and then the story right who we are what we do how we're doing it minimalist ingredients um supporting indies yeah you know, all that stuff so the more trade shows I can be at that are national to touch a broader audience, um, doing things like this, yeah. to, you know, when Deb's going to be doing this as well, that touches a different audience. Um, so yeah, my, what I'm most excited is just being here and being involved yeah. to, to move things forward. And with the growth. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, we love Polka Dog. We have a, pretty much all of their stuff. You do. I know people yes. who haven't experienced them yet are going to be receptive. So it's yeah, exciting. Maybe. So as you wrap it up, I have one last question that I'm asking yeah. everyone at the end. Sure. So, Patrick, what is your spirit animal? But you can't say dog or cat. So you got to give me your spirit animal. And you got to tell me why. Spirit animal. <laughs> on the spot. Yes, on the spot. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I, it could be a mixture of two yeah, like, animals. Yeah, so, you can mix them. You can, buy, you can combine them together. You just can't be dog or cat. So, that's, so this is funny because the first thing that came to my mind because people, you know, always would call me one because my name is a lemur monkey. Sure. So, okay. So I, I, I parallel. Think, yeah. I yes. Think that's yes. Kind of like subconsciously in my mind. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I think it's just 
I don't know. I, I look at that and, and the, the lemur monkey in general. Every time I see a picture of one, I'm like, yeah, kind of like me, <laughs> uh, like like crafty. You're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you this know. This is my buddy. He d- d- does his own thing, doesn't really care. About agile. What, yeah, agile. Like what, what you know, uh, you can pivot. Um, yeah. And what people are, are saying about him, even though he's got those big bug eyes. They're smart. I mean, yeah. He stays true. He stays there true to who he is. So, uh, yeah, just like me. I mean, there's uh, my my mother and uh, my mother-in-law hate my beard, but I'm not cutting it. You're right. right. It's just right. Just like the monkey. He Heck just yeah. stays true to himself. There so. you go. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an on-the-spot question. I yes, I, I know. That. We've been having a lot of fun with that. Well, good. I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, we're excited to talk to Deb next, but I appreciate yeah. you being here with us today. Oh, it was, it was this was great, actually. Thank uh, you. Flew by, and I, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to do it again. It's great. Man. Thank you. I'm up for it. All right. See you guys. Thank you again for listening to the WAG Station podcast. We're honored you joined us and hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to leave a review in your podcast app. Also, if you're local to the Rhode Island area, be sure to check out our sister store, WAG Nation, where we specialize in dog and cat natural foods, holistic nutrition, high quality products, and dog grooming services. The shop is located on Bellevue Avenue in Newport, Rhode Island. You can find more info at wag-nation.com. The info you heard here today is for educational and informational purposes only. Be sure to consult your veterinarian for professional guidance if needed. You guys rock. Catch you next time.